0: Changes Welcome to another episode of Z-List
1: Radio. I'm Ro Sometimes Hurley and with me is Crusado. Good evening, Chris.
0: Good evening. How are you? Wrong. Great.
1: All right, cool. Hey, um, we have a voicemail. Sometimes Area code snows, 310-439-9979. Call leave us a message. We have some messages on there. I've been kind of lazy and they're kind of X-rated, so um, I don't know. Maybe we'll play them on a future show, but... Not right now. Um, you've heard about Madonna's stage collapsing in France? Yeah. Killing two people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she played the next night in Italy, crying on the stage. And so I don't know what's up. But she also had a stage collapse um, last year, in 2008, last December. No one was killed, but it was the same construction company, so I don't know what's going on there. No idea. I like to think that she killed them, though, like on purpose or something.
0: Yeah, probably. That's my conspiracy theory.
1: Walter Conkright has died. Yeah,
0: the last real news guy.
1: Yeah, I didn't, honestly, I didn't even know he was still alive.
0: He was like 90-something.
1: Yeah, he was like 93. I would have thought he was older. You
0: know? yeah, yeah, he's always been kind of old
1: Yeah, he must have been lying about his age He had to have been at least 100, right?
0: I don't know if they lied about their age back then But uh, possibly
1: You know who I learned was alive the other day Was Ernest Borgnan I, th- I always thought he was dead, but he's not
0: He's like Abe Vigoda
1: Yeah, yeah that guy's still alive too yeah. What's up with these guys?
0: I don't know And they're still around and Michael's left Oh, Michael
1: Michael's I saw. Oh my God! I saw a car at Kroger today. It was like a banged up Chevy Chevette, maybe in 1988 or something. And it said the back window had it painted. Um, had words painted: "MJ, you're gone, but not forgotten." So, that's kind of funny. <laughs> but um, so how's uh, Franken doing in the Senate?
0: Uh, okay, I guess. I mean, he made his first joke the other day. What of think? funny Um, Well, I guess uh, Judge Sotomayor, she was like (laughs) – she said something about Perry Mason, that watching Perry Mason when she was a kid Mm
1: -hmm.
0: was what made her want to be a prosecutor. Mm -hmm. And Al Franco was like, well, that's kind of weird considering – because, you know, Perry Mason was a defense attorney. So (laughs) I think there's only one case that I guess Perry – that Perry Mason lost and the prosecutor won. Mm-hmm. and he starts asking her, do you remember what that case is, and she didn't remember what it is, and he was like, didn't the White House repair you at all? <laughs> Which was, it was kind of making fun of all the Republicans, because they kept asking, like, because they were trying to say that she was, like, set up by the White House, like, right. asking her if she knew about abortion and all this other shit. Right. So it was just, it was kind of funny to see him crack a joke.
1: <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, I'm expecting a lot. I, I, I was expecting him to go on as Stuart Smalley in the beginning, but
0: yeah, if I were him, I'd just be real radical because I don't see him – I think he'll be a casualty of this whole backlash against the Democrats with all the stimulus package and everything. Right. I just don't see foresee him winning another – term you know
1: why because he's so new or just because he's so militant such a militant Democrat? he's
0: so liberal you know he's like a poster child for liberalism he was on air america He was a new york comedian you know well in those no-
1: books those awesome books <laughs> yeah
0: like rush limbaugh's a big yeah. fat idiot and he just barely squeaked by you know and mm-hmm. there's a bunch of conspiracy theorists about it you know mm-hmm. so it's just like because originally he lost and when they kept recounting the votes he, he eventually won right so that was like, they compared that to the Iran election the Republicans did, saying, you know, <laughs> you know, Rush Limbaugh was out there having a coronary saying, how do you recount and get more votes and all this stuff? <laughs> so it's just, I just think he'll be a casualty of this whole backlash. If Obama isn't, I think uh, some of the more liberal senators will take the heat and go down in 2000. I guess it'll be 10. It be, but he won't run in 10. He'll run in 2012, I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, Obama's approval rating went down, though. Did you see
0: that? Well, it depends on where you look, but overall, yeah, it looks like it's gone down a couple of points. But if you look at, like, Rasmussen, Mm -hmm. they're a hardcore right-wing. Like, they had McCain winning the day after the election, you know? (laughs) They're just, like, a hardcore right-wing, like, they're not, they're like what the Drudge Report uses, you know? Uh Uh-huh. So if you see any of those graphs where it shows, like... The approval where it crosses over; those are usually Rasmussen polls.
1: Oh, okay. So it's what the Drudge Report uses. So it's what Freeman uses, basically.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> and it's it's just not a it's not a very good poll. I mean, if you look back at their stuff, they had you know they had Obama losing the election the day right. before the election when every other polling place is saying you know Obama's going to take it in pretty much a landslide.
1: Right. Because so they, I- it's like they they don't even poll uh, Democrats, they just poll Republicans.
0: Yeah, and they don't pull likely voters, they right. don't poll, it, their polling doesn't matter, they don't use cell phones that's the newest biggest thing in polling is most people have cell phones now, especially the younger generation like anybody 19 through tw- or 18 through like 25 a lot of them don't even have home lines, you know mm-hmm. and that that's the the group that came out for all the Democrats this last election and they're not polling them, they're just calling households you know, Uh-huh. And uh if you just call households, people that generally are at home during the day and people that have landlines right. are generally older who generally vote Republicans. So Ah. Okay.
1: It, so so if they were if they're doing cell phone polls, isn't I mean, isn't that what fucked up the last American Idol vote? <laughs> because people found a way to like to vote more than
0: once? I don't know about American Idol, but uh, in terms of People voting more than once I don't think they would On a cell phone Because A poll is done By lists of numbers I mean if somebody Has more than one cell phone I guess But Oh I see Because a- American Idol You call in With polling They call you
1: Yeah or you text The the number To a number Or something Yeah I think that they- was how They somehow got around The texting
0: They probably use Like a computer To like send out Mass SMS texts Probably Yeah Maybe But in terms of just call polling, yeah, they're going to call you and they're Mm going to have your name and all that kind of stuff. So there's no real way to beat it. Yeah. There's no real point either. I mean, the only thing, the reason Drudge and those people, they use those polls against Obama is because a lot of, you know, these undecided people, Mm -hmm. a lot of them just kind of go with the flow. And that's kind of what they did with Obama. Everybody's like, oh, Obama's great. Obama's great. And they're just like, well, if he's great, I'll go ahead and vote for him. You know, I can be part of the winning side.
1: Right.
0: And that's who. Drudge and Fox News—that's who they try to appeal to—is like the the non decided, not that bright people that just kind of want to get on the boat because they see it moving.
1: Right, right. The the people who watch TV sitcoms in the Midwest or whatever. You know? Yeah. But, but um, but so uh, well, I hope that Franken does a kick-ass job. I'm really I'm really expecting big things from him just because of his books. Yeah. You know? So I. What I'm
0: what I'm hoping from Franken would be like some kind of congressional hearing on somebody that fucked up on the Republican side and having him use his, you know, that legal team or his research team that he has, all those Harvard, you know, mm-hmm. Harvard students that, like, look into that. And just for him, like, let's say, I don't know, just like, a for instance, let's say they do have congressional hearings on Alito or uh, what's his name? Gonzalez. Mm-hmm and Franken gets to ask him just cuz he's not worried he'll he'll ask him whatever he actually wants to ask you know a lot of other senators they have this interest or that interest Franken doesn't have that he most of his money was donated just by like regular people he's not like in the pocket of like the the corn growers association or the american dairy institute you know so he can just right. pretty much do whatever he wants to do and it'll be funny watching him just really go after somebody
1: you know every time i see him i just think of that site that men who look like old lesbians because he's all over that site yeah i
0: didn't i didn't hear about that till i heard about it with lindsey graham mm-hmm. that's the guy on the other side the republican who's like a been going after sotomayor <laughs> and then when i went on there, yeah his face is all over that site
1: yeah it's it's uh, al Franken, Bruce Jenner is all over it it's pretty funny
0: yeah, it's men who look like old lesbians. yeah <laughs>
1: it's hilarious I love that site um but yeah no I I hope he's not a casualty you know because I'm a I'm a fan of his I loved his books and and um
0: his books are good that's that's what I'm talking about going after one person multiple angles like Rush Limbaugh he went after Bill O'Reilly like just totally just l- Going after one person and destroying their careers, but this time it'll be from a Senate seat rather than from a book, you know?
1: Yeah. I just hope he doesn't sell out, you know.
0: Eh, I don't at first I didn't think he would, but then he comes this first speech, he says, you know, I'm you know, the second senator from Alaska, or second Senator from Minnesota and just kinda downplaying his role. Mm-hmm. And that kind of scared me. And then he said he's gonna try to be a centrist and all this other stuff. That scared me. But I have a feeling that after watching him the first couple times, I think he will I mean just just knowing his character, I think he'll be doing some good stuff.
1: Yeah, he'll be a rabble He's He's just maybe trying to play it cool right now, you know? Yeah.
0: Because right now he's in the focus. If he were to do something big, just this joke, that little joke that I just told you caused a hold on the right-wing blogs. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: They're like, oh, he doesn't take his job seriously. He's joking around on the Senate floor.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, and this is, I mean, the guy who runs the Judiciary Committee on the Republicans, he was over there taking pictures with his digital camera. I mean, they don't take it seriously, you and know? He's
1: joking around on the Senate floor. You know, I've heard of senators who are flatulent on the Senate floor, you know? Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> no, but they'll jump on anything, I guess, you know?
0: Yeah, so that's why he's probably chilling, letting it lay low till he's, like, more known as a senator than a comedian, which right now he's not. hmm so once he's known as a senator, maybe towards reelection, maybe right in the middle there, he'll probably do something that'll be newsworthy. That'll be cool.
1: That'll be awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: But um, what about um, speaking of Republican bloggers, what about Megan McCain? What what are your thoughts on her?
0: She's a filthy whore.
1: <laughs> I, I'm I'm like it's like I'm kind of a fan of hers because when I saw her on Colbert, I you know I just I really liked her ideals for a Republican, you know? Yeah,
0: but she's just saying what she thinks people want to hear. Yeah. But she, she's pro-gay she, and she's pro... You know what I mean? She's trying to be like, we're the new Republican Party, you know? We don't care if you're gay. We just want to take your rights away, you know?
1: Yeah, she's trying to reach, like, the younger crowd that McCain never could touch. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, he never could touch the younger people. Yeah. I mean, his favorite song was Dancing Queen, you know, come on. Yeah. But, um, but I'm beginning to think she's just really fucking... Crazy, you know, yeah, like she's just not all there,
0: I don't know what her deal is I mean she lives out here, and I've heard rumors about her. first the rumor was she's gay, but I mm-hmm. think that just started because she was defending gay people, mm-hmm. but uh supposedly she she's like a party girl she does coke and shit, but I, I don't know any truth to that, but well, these are go ahead
1: she did say she's sexually active on Colbert,
0: yeah, that was kind of cool, yeah, but, and she uh, was didn't she say something about like the Palin daughter or something, how she was coming out for amnesty and she was against...
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. She said that she didn't want to be a hypocrite like um, Sarah Palin's daughter, Bristol, who had a baby at 17 and then comes out and says, oh, no, let's be abstinent, everybody, you know?
0: And you know what that comes from, don't you? At least I think. It's like, imagine if your dad, you know, or somebody you're close to Mm -hmm. um, ran for president. And lost at a time where he was supposed to win the year be- that four years or eight years before. He's just it, the position was made for him. The entire country loved him, and he lost. And who are you going to blame it on? I mean, if I was a Republican, I'd blame that whole thing on Sarah Palin. Right. So, like, if if I was like McCain's kid, I'd hate the Palins. You know, I'd hate everything about him, and I'd be vocal. I'd be on every show just talking about how the Palins suck and how they cost the election. And I think that's where that comes from—her animosity towards the Palins.
1: Well, um it could, I guess, you know, yeah. blaming blaming them for her father's demise or whatever. Yeah. But um but yeah, she's she's she writes that blog and she's on Twitter a lot too and and to me she kind of puts her foot in her mouth quite a bit. Mhm. You know.
0: What are but, some stuff she say?
1: Well, on, on Twitter she she writes I guess a lot of people were asking her if she's a lesbian cuz that's that's definitely the the rumor out there that mm-hmm. she's gay and she writes and she's kind of chubby, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you've seen her. She's she's not a bad-looking girl though, man.
0: No, she's, she's what she's, black people would call thick.
1: Not even that, I don't think.
0: Well, I mean, any yeah, I think she is. She's thick.
1: But she I mean, she's not bad-looking at all. I mean, no. she's got a really pretty face. Mm. You know, she 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 is a little thick, I guess. But um but she's – so they're, they're saying she's pregnant. So she writes on her Twitter, hey, no jackasses. I'm not pregnant. I'm also not a lesbian or a secret Democrat. I guess I guess the heavy right-wingers are accusing her of being a secret Democrat because of her ideals or whatever. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. She says, I also wasn't a witness at Roswell or the Tupac shooting. It's like whatever. <laughs> then she goes on to write, as a general rule, I don't date atheists, vegans, or crazy liberals – just because meat, God, and the GOP are big parts of my life. Meat? That's what she says.
0: God and the GOP.
1: Yeah. I wrote back to her, you're kind of discriminatory. Seriously, you know, it's like she can't date an atheist or a vegan or a liberal because they don't...
0: Oh, that's where the meat comes in. I was like, yeah. what the fuck?
1: No, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but... um. I don't know.
0: she probably is. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, McCain, you know, he's got to be, if he's from Phoenix and he's from old Phoenix power, like, cause I live out here uh-huh. and like racism is definitely inherent in, in Phoenix. It's just a part of it. We were the last state to take the Martin Luther King holiday.
1: Right.
0: We're just like, it's worse than Texas. It's worse than Georgia in terms of just, there's not that many black people that live out here and the ones that do generally, you know, everybody just fucks with. So I wouldn't doubt at all that she's grown up and used the N word before.
1: Yeah, I guess what she um I don't know. I don't I don't know what to think of her though, you know, because it's like I'm I'm happy that she's out there and she's putting her stuff out there and that she's going kind of against what her father was saying, but she's got to be fucked in the head with a dad like that anyways, you know.
0: Yeah, he, I guess I mean, on paper he looks like the best dad you could possibly have, you know, a mm. war hero, a politician, successful politician. I remember back in after two thousand or before nine eleven, everybody was just like you'd go on these websites that were like right wingers arguing with left wingers, you know.
1: Right.
0: Everybody agreed McCain was a shit. Everybody said, "Oh, if McCain would have ran, I would vote for him." But I hate Bush, you know. Uh-huh. But he totally that last election just he got torn apart.
1: Yeah, big time.
0: Which is good. I'm, I'm all for that because it's about times the Democrats grew a sack. Like, yeah. I mean, right wingers have had that like. Totally unlock of being the ones that destroyed the opponent to win.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Yeah, I mean because back just almost decades, you know, centuries almost. I mean it's always been the right wing and the like. You look at the Dukakis against Bush race, mm-hmm. which I, I started just reading a ton about because I watched that movie W. Mm-hmm,
1: which I need to of, see.
0: Uh, yeah, book. it's it's good just because it's like a real quick history section. Then if you go online, they have like a a whole database that goes along with the movie.
1: Oh, really? Who did that movie? It wasn't.
0: It was Oliver Stone
1: Okay Uh, Thank God Because you know what I'm really sick to fuck Of Michael Moore But anyways go on
0: Yeah yeah. If Michael Moore Doesn't make fiction Or not fiction Uh, But doesn't make He makes all documentaries That he has to have His fat face in every second
1: But I tell you You know Roger and Me Was great You know I love that fucking documentary That's like one of my All time favorites But then He slowly progressed Into this Like Caricature You know Like a cartoon character Or something You know
0: yeah, like Fahrenheit 9/11. I think we talked about this before, but it was a great movie. And if he would have just stayed with the truth, mm-hmm. it would it would have been just damning to the Republican Party. There's yeah. no way. Like he even said, like any swing voter that sees this movie will have swung after they see it. And it was that powerful a movie. But then he had to go and just flirt with lies, you know, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. just like he'd talk about. And he'd even go against himself in the in the movie. He'd go against what he just said. Like he'd say, he'd say, like, even George Bush Sr. was grounded on the days after September 11th, but all these bin Ladens got flown out of the country. Yeah. That, that's true. But then a couple scenes later, he he portrays it, and it's the way he says it, but he says that George Bush Sr. was meeting with selfie bin Laden in some Carlisle group meeting the day of 9 11. And if he would have just kept with that truth, but you, you start to think that he talks about, you know, Selfie Bin Laden meeting with the Carla Group, meeting with George Bush on the day of nine eleven, mm-hmm. and that just didn't happen. And what he's saying is, yes, Selfie Bin Laden's in the Carlisle Group, so is George Bush Sr., but they didn't meet the day of nine eleven. And once you have a huge lie like that in the movie, that opens up people to say, okay, here's 40 mistruths in that movie. And as long as they start out with that one that's easily checkable, non-fact, the rest of them people just assume are lies too, you know?
1: Well, yeah, and that, and and it, it kind of pissed me off um, on Sicko, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, it's like his his claims on British health care about how wonderful it is, it's really not as wonderful as he's trying to make it and seem. And it's not
0: as bad as you might think, though. So well, that's, no, no, that's
1: it's that's not. That... But see, here's the thing is that my my niece has lived in Britain, um, mm-hmm. and, and I'm familiar, I was familiar with the health care she was receiving. It's based on... It's not like you can just walk into any doctor and, and see them. And no, and, the, and the lesser doctors are definitely assigned to the lesser districts, you know? So, in other words, a poor district is not going to get a top-notch doctor. Yeah. So, so it's not... I mean, it's not perfect. It's, it's better than what we have in the U.S., definitely. Yeah. But I just felt that he should have kept along the lines of not trying to make it seem so infallible, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And... And that kind of ruins
0: sicko for me. But, um. Um, the thing, but the thing about Britain's healthcare system—for one thing, that's not the system we're trying to get here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like the, thats not the model we're trying to use. But on the same time, it's not a bad system. True, like some of the things, like if you have like certain kinds of arthritis, mm-hmm. and you're rich, you're going to get worse treatment that you're going than you would have got if you had like a primary care physician under, you know, and you had a healthcare plan. Right. But, I mean, if you go to England right now, if you left here tomorrow and took a plane there and got sick and you wanted to see a doctor, as a tourist, you have free health care.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true.
0: And then you go and you're a tourist and they give you antibiotics. As a tourist, you go to the pharmacy right then in the middle of the night. They'll open the pharmacy up and give you your uh, give you your medicine. Yeah. So at the same time, the, the basically what it is is whether you want to have health healthcare where the rich people get perfect service and poor people get none until they get sick and then they go to the emergency room because we have public healthcare right now it's called emergency room if you get sick enough or if you just want to go wait for hours you can go down to the emergency room
1: Right.
0: and you, you know people like this you see them online all the time that are just like they end up at the emergency room for colds and shit
1: right or because they're drunk
0: yeah exactly and, and you're paying for that. You right, are, as a taxpayer, right. you're paying for that. So we've already got socialized medicine. It's just, it'll, instead of being preventative medicine, it's it's reactionary medicine to what people do. Right. So if the same person that, you know, drinks all day and then ends up in the emergency room because he took a bottle of Valium and wants to say goodbye to everybody, <laughs> that person that you're paying for, if, you, if mm. instead they could go see a regular doctor and get put into programs and and were treated for the stuff they <laughs> wouldn't the emergency room where everything's ten times as expensive anywhere now, I know?
1: guess to be fair to the audience we actually know somebody like that which is why that was so funny <laughs>
0: I think everybody knows somebody. I mean everybody has that drunk you know, yeah, but,
1: yeah yeah that would
0: suck if he's dead I don't think he's dead though But
1: who? oh no I don't think he, we're talking about our friend Timmy um, he'll, guys like that don't die they're like cockroaches you know yeah. it's just sometimes when it's dark they, they kind of hide you know, or when the light's on, they hide. But when it gets dark, they come out, you know. He's out pedaling on his bike somewhere. Yeah. But, um, but you know, I, I appreciated the health care I got in Belize, which is actually part of the Commonwealth, the same as Canada and Britain. And I got tossed from a horse in the jungle and fractured a clavicle and and got to experience the emergency room there in, in Belize, in Belmopan. And it was actually not a great area it's it's very poverty ridden in the capital but the hospital was top notch had top of the line equipment top of the line doctors very clean mm-hmm. no weight it was really nice and it was yeah. free you know yeah that,
0: that's that's the problem with this stuff I mean well the thing about any healthcare plan whether it be an HMO or whether it be a the public option like they're trying to get through now there's always going to be people that have better uh, service than the other people but the plan I try to get through now, if they have a public option or if they have single payer, is going to be better for everybody in the long run. If
1: Can you explain the, single payer?
0: Single payer is basically just what they have in other countries like England, which is um, the government takes care. Of, there's like a there's a whole branch of the government dedicated to health care. There's like you know all the doctors uh-huh. are almost like government officials. Now, a public option, which is probably what's going to get passed, is really good. What that is, is you have the option. You can either stay with the health care you have now if you like it, or if you don't, or if you don't have health care, if you're unemployed, you have the option to get uh, health care through the government. And why that's good for especially small business, uh-huh. now if you have a business and you have employees, after three months, you, you have to give them health care. That's a law. Right. And so basically companies... They'll do either dirty stuff or they'll hire people for two months, and then let them go, or they'll go around the law and not give them health insurance. Mm-hmm. And once they start doing that, that's when they start ducking taxes. They start doing all kinds of stuff. But now, if you have that public option and you can take that, a small business, say a guy that's doing pool service, he can hire two more people with the money he saved from having to pay for their health insurance. Mm-hmm. So in the long run, having a public option or having the option to have the government give your employees insurance is going to... Promote jobs. It's going to promote small business. All the things you know that the Republican Party is supposed to be for. You know, right. So in the long run, it'll be better.
1: Okay, so but what about someone like me, someone who has insurance or pays into company insurance? Mm -hmm. um, What What would that do for me? I mean, would but would it get me the same doctors?
0: Mm, If you like your doctors, you can keep them.
1: What about treatment? Will it get me different? Because right now, my problem is. Is it a lot of things I have to pay out of pocket yeah. and prescriptions and such? So would that get me anything better than what I have?
0: Yeah. For, like if you went with the public option rather than whatever insurance you're paying for right now, mm-hmm. for one thing, like if you, have a, if you have public insurance, usually prescriptions are absolutely free, mm-hmm. even if they're not generics. Right. So that'll help you there. It'll help you in terms of usually you get more providers are in a public option than you have with the HMO. So rather than having to find that doctor that fits your plan, almost all doctors take a government insurance. So if you like the doctor you have, most likely he's going to be in that plan.
1: So devil's advocate here, what if? What would it do to the current insurance jobs though? Like why? Why would I pay into any any um, business company type
0: insurance? Well, see, they're going to have to force to compete with this. Mm-hmm. So they're going to actually have to improve service. They're going to have to stop getting – get rid of the whole pre-existing condition thing. Mm-hmm. That's what's killing them right now is pre-existing condition. Mm-hmm. That means you go to a doctor and they say, okay, you've got this problem. And the insurance company goes, whoa, wait a minute. You started up with us in 1999 mm-hmm. and this condition you've had since 1991. So therefore, we're not covering any of it.
1: Right. A lot of people get fucked.
0: Yeah. And that's the main thing. that They'd have to get rid of that. So – even if you play devils advocate, they're going to be forced to compete with that. Mm-hmm. So what they're going to have to do, they're going to have to make their business more attractive. And uh, if they go out of business, I'm not, I'm not going to cry for them because they're one of the evilest businesses in the world. You know, they decide who lives, who dies. You know,
1: right? Yeah, you're right. But won't that won't that deplete jobs?
0: It'll deplete the guy who's making five hundred thousand dollars a year to decide a system to who gets insurance, who doesn't. Mm-hmm. But it'll create hundreds and hundreds of jobs for every one job that it gets rid of in terms of that. Mm-hmm. In small business, in in regular – the people that are out there you see looking for a job right now, those businesses will be able to hire a lot more people since they don't have to provide everybody with health care. And so it'll balance it off. So yeah, if you want to – if your job right now is you're, a, you're an actuator for an insurance company, you might be fucked. Uh-huh. But I don't feel any pain for those people because, you know, they, they – right. They've made enough money off suffering already. So, oh, well. Well,
1: if, that, if that's the case, then I'm for it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because I really put a lot of money into health care and prescriptions and…
0: Everybody does. I mean, the yeah. number one reason for individual people going bankrupt today in America is because of healthcare costs. Right. It's the number one reason. So, if you take that away… You can see less people filing Chapter Thirteen, Chapter Eleven bankruptcies. It's just—it's all around. It's a good—it's a good solution to a problem.
1: I had a long talk on Friday actually with a friend of mine who whose um, significant other lives in Canada and and he lives in the U.S. and and he was talking about how when you go to Canada and you see homeless people, you know they're taken care of. You know, you know that if they're sick, they can go into a hospital. Versus in the U.S., if you see that, you're kind of like these poor people what do they do you know so
0: yeah and at the same time even poor people here they can still go to the emergency room Mm -hmm. for whatever even if they don't have a place to stay that night like when I was in Tent City I knew people that were homeless that would go to hospitals all the time and say they had problems they never even had just so they could have a place to sleep and make sure to get a get a meal that day Mm -hmm. and that'll be erased under this system
1: yeah now I've seen the um, ambulances refuse treatment to homeless people and such
0: Oh yeah, I mean it goes on, yeah. but I mean they're going to keep trying. That next day they're going to try. They're going to try again. They're going to try again. And eventually they're going to get a bed.
1: Right. Well, um, anyways, let's let's move on. Let's talk about Twitter. Okay. <laughs> I've been into it lately. Yeah. Yeah. With the like, you know, every every once in a while you'll get like a celebrity jump on UStream or something, mm-hmm. and you can kind of see them and interact with them and badger the fuck out of them.
0: Yeah, that's still... Like, the- I still don't understand Twitter, and it's why it seems to have this, like, whole country in a chokehold right now. Like, if you see any cell phone commercial right now, that's the first thing they're saying. Like, Twitter-compatible phone, you know? And they show the phone, there's Twitter on the screen, you know? Almost all of them. And I can't understand what people's attraction to it is until I see somebody on Ustream, like Diddy or... MC Hammer's Kid or Ice Tea or Tila Tequila and they're on there talking and I can say hey you're a whore. I mean (laughs) being able to yell that at Tila Tequila who's only fame like I looked her up on Wikipedia she, she became famous for having a MySpace page that was popular.
1: Yeah didn't she like she posted her titty pics or something and so she had like a million followers or something.
0: Yeah something like that. She's like the are the new generation Cindy Margolis, I guess.
1: Yeah, exactly. What is she, Hispanic or Mexican?
0: No, she's a, a Vietnamese. Oh. Her name's like uh, Tia or something Nguyen, N G U Y E N. Oh yeah,
1: okay.
0: She was. I think she's from uh, oh, fuck Singapore, mm-hmm. but she's she's Vietnamese. I guess she got displaced in the Vietnam War.
1: Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. But um. But, yeah, no, she's definitely a whore. I disowned her on Twitter. I couldn't take it anymore because it's like she'll put out 20 posts a minute about, hey, y'all, here's a picture of me doing this and then another picture of me doing this and here's what I think about It's like every, everything starts with I. You yeah. Know, here's I do, I am.
0: Well, see, you miss she's what she's thinking. doing today if you're not following her.
1: No, I'm not. What is she doing today? I, I
0: guess some chick called her a whore and this might be how I got that virus, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> but, uh...
1: Your computer virus, not 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 any type of no, uh, I, sexual virus or anything, right. right? Okay. Well,
0: it's kind of sexual because all of a sudden these porn clips will pop up on my computer. <laughs> but uh, not not the just the sound, not right. clips, but just no, all of a sudden that's all you I need. was on my computer before and I heard like all this crap and I was like,
1: that sounds exciting.
0: Yeah, but uh, she's like this, this it's just like hey, hey y'all, this chick called me a hoe. Look at her, uh. And she is a 10-year-old kid, and if you click on the link, it goes to some adult porn site where it's these two lesbians at, like, some party.
1: Oh, that's definitely where you got it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you got a hi- You got hijacked. Yeah. That's fucked up. So that bitch sent you a virus. So she is infected. That's what I thought. Huh. But, um, well, and then Ice-T was on cam the other night. I kept asking him, like, you gave me the best question, which is... What did you tell me to ask? Like, what is Coco what is Coco made, of? made out of? Yeah,
0: so <laughs> he lives out here too. Uh, and like, yeah, I've seen Coco around town before, and she's just all silicone. Like her entire yeah. body is just fake.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's cool either. Ice T was the first album I ever bought. Yeah. Ice T's Freedom of Speech. Just watch what you say. Mm. But just yeah. watch, that. I mean, I forget what rate our TV guy was talking about it, but like that's like the death of these gangster rappers. Yeah, but you see him on there, like what's all, peeps? Follow me, tweet me, y'all. Yeah. My my tweepers in the house. Like what well, the fuck?
1: Well, it was funny that um, he. I, I had to leave the the use the use stream because he was there talking about relationships, like giving relationship advice and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, this is too gangster for me, you know. <laughs> But um, but he's there like telling guys, "Well, you 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 got to you got to love her," you know. And it's like, holy shit, I'm listening to Ice T giving me advice on relationships. But um, and then last night, who was it? Um, MC Hammer's boys mm-hmm. were going nuts. They were kind of funny though. Like guess. You know, they're following me now. <laughs> but um and then chris brown did you see those tweets i sent you on chris brown yeah he's he's he got offended because someone asked him if he knew like p diddy and soldier boy or somebody what was it p diddy and somebody
0: bow wow or something
1: yeah that's right they said have you ever met p diddy or bow wow in person and he's like no i haven't i haven't heard of them and and um I don't know who they are. I, In fact, I don't know what Twitter is. I've never heard of music. It's like he got really defensive. It was kind of funny. <laughs>
0: oh, so he yeah. said that I don't know what Twitter is?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were making fun of it. No, no. He said that. Oh. Seriously. I mean, he put that out there. Like, you know, like he's he's saying – in other words, he's, he was insulted that they asked how could a man of his caliber, you know, has has he actually met P. Diddy. Mm-hmm. But – um, and then he was he was saying – what They make music? I don't even know what music is. You know, he's like trying to be funny and shit. He seems like an insecure douchebag.
0: Yeah, when you start beating chicks up in your three thousand, three dollars Lamborghini or Ferrari yeah, or whatever.
1: Exactly. But yeah, and then he's always like, where where are my Twitter bitches at? Give me a hug, ladies. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> I think but he I blocked know. me or something because I said something about beating up Rihanna or something. I think he Block
1: me. He, he's on private, so you have to be accepted to uh-huh. see his tweet, and that's why I'm really careful with him. Because there's like a million things I want to say to him, but I, I don't want him to block me because I like reading his his twits, his twats.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, so I'm kind of careful around him. But um, I've I've been going after that Heidi Montag.
0: Oh God, oh, yeah, my. that bitch pisses me off. Like yeah. I, I first noticed her when she was talking to some. Psalm, And I recognize it as one of the ones from Revelations or something. Mm -hmm. And then I look and I'm like, what the fuck? And I look at her thing and she's like, yeah, check out InfoWars. And InfoWars is like a website run by Alex Jones. Uh And uh, he's been around forever. But he started getting real popular when a lot of people were like the truther movement, you know, the people that thought that 9-11 was an inside job. Right. He latched onto that. And he's been he's I mean he All the big conspiracy theories Like if you go to his website You can find every conspiracy theory You've ever heard He supports mm-hmm. it You know And so these This I guess What's her husband's name
1: Spencer Pratt
0: Yeah Those two are constantly talking about I guess I was reading the Wikipedia article They're like nothings They're like They were on some like The Hills or some shit
1: Yeah which is I don't even know what that is The hills. It's some
0: MTV show I think About like rich people That live in the hills in LA
1: Why are they rich
0: Because they're just rich kids You know kind of like Uh, Laguna Beach, Orange County, all those.
1: Yeah, because she's only like 22.
0: Yeah, they're like, in the show, I guess they play like rich kids, you know, like kids Uh, whose parents are rich, and so they all have like these big sweet 16 parties and all that kind of shit, Mm -hmm. and I guess somebody gave them a copy of the Obama Deception, which is like Alex Jones' movie about how Obama's, you know, a puppet of the big corporations and how he's going to put little black helicopters in your fluoride toothpaste, you know, all that crazy (laughs) shit. And so they're they're supporting this. They even went on a real radio show, and they were like, "Yeah, 9-11 was an inside job." Mm-hmm. And if you notice, that's the last career, the last shit they've ever done is that Hills, because you can't get a job spewing that shit. Mm-hmm. It, it's just it's it's funny that those two. Like I always just say, that's the one thing I like about Twitter is you can to the biggest celebrities in the world, you can just be like, "Hey, how you know they're going to read that shit?" You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because their egos are out of control. Yeah. Of course, they're going to they're
0: read everything it. about themselves. You know?
1: Well, she she. Her her twats are like so fucking inane. It's like she'll write, "On my way to church, here I come, Jesus."
0: Yeah, it's you
1: know, or she she like constantly quotes from the Psalms or, or from Romans. You know, yeah,
0: which I I don't have problems with that. It's when they start with the conspiracy shit.
1: I have problems with that. I don't want a bitch preach like her preaching to me. You know, come on.
0: But there's still there's one thing from a, a dumb bitch preaching at you and saying you know accept Jesus and trying to be positive. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a big leap from that. And yeah, your own government blew up two huge buildings and killed thousands of people so that they can sell Pepsi. Like even this conspiracy theories don't make sense. You know, mm-hmm. they all go back to corporatism and all this other bullshit. And it's it it's one thing if you actually think they're conspiracy theories, but when you can jump from being George Bush's, the evilest man in the world, to Obama, yeah. it's obviously, you're not there to, to actually fight against anything. Right. You're just there to like prey on these, because all those websites, cause I I've, I don't know, I've looked into all the weird conspiracies, and I'll just follow link after link, uh-huh. and they all seem to sell the same shit. They all seem to be against, uh, fuck, what do they call it, Duh. vaccinations, mm-hmm. and they all have some herbal remedy. Where it's why like,
1: are they like Jehovah's Witnesses?
0: No, what it is, I realized, I was thinking about why would all these herbal remedies be on these sites that are conspiracies? And it's like, well, I got it. These people are so stupid that they buy this bullshit. They'll probably buy anything, you know. Oh, yeah. So, you're so these people right. that will pay fifty dollars for a bottle of pills that are like noni tree bark, you know, uh-huh. they're like this has been known to cure cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like this has been known to cure cancer and 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 AIDS. And, you know, find out why the government is trying to keep this out of you. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs>
0: so they found a, a, you know, a passive audience that's that, that'll buy any bullshit story you're trying to feed them. That would be the best list. If if I was selling some fucking bullshit snake oil.
1: Yeah.
0: I'd love, like, just can I please have a list of everybody that's viewed your site, Alex Jones. You know, it's just... <laughs> it's a ready-made list of fucking sheep that'll just go along with anything if you act like it's important enough and it's yeah. not what they, if you act like it's not what they're supposed to hear and it's the government.
1: Well, she's she's beautiful and everyone wants, everyone listens to what beautiful people say, right? I don't. Well, here's how, but here's how, she's pretty smart at times. Here's one of her tweets. This is pretty intelligent. Why won't my hair grow? I forgive God, forgive me God for caring so much.
0: Yeah, That's brilliant. Yeah. It's like, hi, I'm I'm vain, but vanity's a sin, so I'm gonna ask for forgiveness after I've already said it. You know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, here's another one. See, this one's pretty good. Ice cream sounds so good. Yummy.
0: Yeah, so that's why. That's why at first I was like, fuck Twitter. Uh-huh. It's like it's like all the bad parts of Facebook. Like, there's uh-huh. things about Facebook, hooking up with your old high school people, find out what they're up to. Then there's the bad part. It's the people that go on there forty-five thousand times a day to say.
1: Right, and fill out those applications like. What, which uh, which rock star are you?
0: Yeah, which those can be fun, but I'm talking about the people they just get on there like, I'm thinking about peanut butter. Might make a peanut butter sandwich. Or they'll get back on like, I'm hungry. Going to sleep, you know? And that's what Twitter is. It's just like people that are just like, I guess kids growing up today just must think every little thought they have is so damn important that the entire world yeah. should have a fucking direct feed into their head.
1: The universe revolves around them. Yeah. But I I love the narcissism that goes on though. I love reading their I mean especially with the celebrities. Yeah. I love it. I I think it is so awesome because I can I can just see how full of shit they are. Yeah. And, and I can just laugh at how stupid they are and I can just feel so superior to them, you know, because I don't do that, so, yeah. you know.
0: But it just, I've, there's there's a whole, it just scares this group of kids that are growing up that have Twitter, yeah. Facebook, and all these things that think every little thing, I just can't wait to see their disillusioned faces when they grow up and actually yeah. see the real world, but who knows, maybe the real world will change, you know.
1: Well, you know, it's like that guy that, that we're following that, that killed himself, you know, the guy on MySpace that killed himself over some MySpace bitch, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, that guy has probably never really interacted with, with like, live people in his life for a, an extended period of time, you know? Mm-hmm. Other than going to the grocery store or, you know, his mom knocking on the room because dinner's ready. And
0: oh, dinner's that girl ready. wasn't even his real-life girlfriend? I don't think so. Oh, I didn't even realize
1: that. No, and, and like, all those girls, like, he wrote, the, the, okay, I'll... Uh, let me just kind of go over what it is. This this guy on MySpace killed himself, and he wrote this big, long-ass suicide note. And he would write, like, he had two kids from a previous marriage, but his suicide note was addressing all these women on MySpace. Like, girl, <laughs> I don't know you very... Like, everything started out with girl. I don't know you well, but keep on doing what you're doing, you know? And, and, and it's like... His 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 suicide note was dedicated to all these anonymous MySpace bitches. It was fucking hilarious.
0: That explains why it was in alphabetical order, because he's going down the list on his MySpace. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's right. I never realized that. I have to post the suicide note on the blog so that people can keep up with it. Yeah, I actually Ooh.
0: chatted with Nikki, his girlfriend.
1: The one he killed himself over. Yeah,
0: I tried to get her in a conversation, but she quickly blocked me and warned me on AIM, so...
1: Oh no Well we have he, he posted her phone number What her address Yeah, yeah all her, of her emails. Her aim Everything So so what, we should try eventually To get in touch with her And ask her what it feels like Yeah You know I mean cause really The guy did everyone a service By killing himself I mean come on
0: Yeah well he was like 30 and his girl That girl Nikki She's like
1: 16 or something right Something
0: like that I think she was like 18 but mm. It just reminds me of that guy We were talking about Timmy
1: Yeah
0: <laughs> I, oh. He got in some trouble and he goes, all right. He's just fucking plastered. He's like, all right, first let me tell you this girl I met on MySpace. First of all, it said on MySpace her age was 19 – or 99. I was like, what? It's like, yeah, her age was 99. But get this. I'm like, what, she was 15-something, right? Yeah, man, but she said she was 99. I was like, dude, ninety nine's what you get when you don't put in an age. Right. Oh. Like, Jesus Christ.
1: So what did he do? Did He, he was freaking
0: out like he was going to get in trouble. No, he, all he did, I was like, so did you meet up with her? Did you send her a picture of yourself? No, no. So what are you worried about? He's like, well, I did say something like, and he said some vile comments like he was getting hard looking at her picture or something like that. That was like the extent of everything he had done. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I think you're going to be okay. He's like, you sure, man? Are you sure? I was like, yeah, you're going to be fine. He's like, all right. You
1: know what? He He pulled a fast one on you. He just wanted to talk about it. Yeah, you know, he's probably getting a little hard on there talking to you about it. You uh, know? I
0: don't know about all that. Nah,
1: because didn't he make you call him to for him to tell you that?
0: Yeah, well, he was yeah. all like, it was acting like it was life and death. Like, I need to talk to you. I know you'll have the answers I need. And I was like, all right, if I can help. It's,
1: it's like when a rapist or a pedophile relives their crime you know
0: yeah like and, in The Devil's Advocate where the guy's jerking off underneath the witness chair
1: yeah yeah or like there was this episode of SVU I saw one time and the, the rapist at was his own attorney and he'd like say like the, the girl he raped was on the stand and he'd be like so what did you do after the rape <laughs> it's like really perverse <laughs> It was like pretty funny. Like like he it was like he'd say it real creepy like, So how did that make you feel? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think any of that was going on. I think he's just drunk and out of it and he actually thought he was gonna get in trouble.
1: Oh, speak of the devil, Soldier Boy him, is live on Ustream right now.
0: <laughs> God, I can't stand that shit, that ringtone rap uh,
1: Yeah. Well and um and Soldier Boy, he's he's one that pisses me off, because he's one of those that kinda uppity um Twitter celebrities. And it's like they go around begging to get him like a hundred thousand followers or whatever, and he doesn't follow anybody back. And it's like I feel like saying, you know what? Fuck you.
0: Fuck you, soldier boy.
1: Yeah, if you want me to follow you, you follow me, bitch. But I guess that's that that makes them feel superiors to have their their number of people following them ratio a lot considerably higher than the pe- number of people they're actually following.
0: Yeah, see me, I don't care. I'm following two thousand and something. <laughs> I forget how many people are following me.
1: Yeah. But,
0: but it, it's not... Back, it, so, 525 followers.
1: Yeah. I've got 281 followers. But mine aren't bots like yours.
0: None of mine are bots. Bullshit. <laughs> so, um,
1: anyways, um, another funny twat was from Jonathan R. Knight. He's... I guess he's on New Kids on the Block, which is a band that I think is still together. But I don't think they're kids. I think they're like in their mid thirties now or whatever.
0: Yeah, I think they're doing. A, I don't think they're still together, but I think they were doing a reunion oh. to try to make some money.
1: But he had this this twat. Like he had he had. Uh, put out a tweet that he was going to his mother's house and then he has this later twat to the girls that just showed up at my mother's house not cool i haven't seen her in 15 months i don't feel that you need to intrude
0: who knows if that's even true you know
1: (laughs) i know but it's kind of funny like like dumbass you know you're telling them your every fucking move like like when wycliffe jean was telling people he was in the bathroom at lax taking a shit Mm -hmm. did you see that one I, i posted that somewhere i don't remember but wycliffe was like I'm in the bathroom at LAX, and you know, I I just really had to go. And I'm like, I'm thinking, if I have Twitter and I'm sitting at LAX, I could just like go in the bathroom and start harassing him or something while he's taking a shit, you know? Yeah. Because he just twatted that he's in the stall taking a shit, you know?
0: (laughs) I've got some funny twats here. Do you want to hear them? Okay. These are just ones like if I'm scrolling along, if I see something funny, I'll just put a star on it. I'll put them Mm -hmm. on a folder. Mm-hmm. Here's some ones I have. Uh, this guy Dead Shodan or whatever Dead Shodan. Mm-hmm. He uh, has a Confederate flag as his little picture, and I think he's just a troll, like somebody looking for attention. I don't think he actually has these feelings mm-hmm. he's way too. In- the way he frames this shit is too intelligent. But uh, I don't remember Pat Buchanan was on Rachel Maddow just saying a whole bunch of real stereotypical bad things that were, you know, yeah. e- even the conservative blog sites are like, "Oh, here he goes giving conservatives a bad name again." Right. I saw that on Little Green Footballs, which is a hardcore conservative blog that's like it's weird it's like all the other ones turn up the crazy to like 11 uh-huh. they seem to have turned it down oh, they're starting funny. to make fun of free republican stuff but
1: uh
0: <laughs> yeah the, he he wrote Pat Buchanan on Matto earlier and the, this is when for some reason, I saw Pat Buchanan was trending, which means so many people were talking about it. It's like the top ten things people are talking about.
1: Right.
0: So I was looking at what they were talking about. I saw P- Pat Buchanan on Maddo earlier, and then racism was astounding. Why does Rachel Maddo hate white people so much? <laughs> and I know it's just some kid who's like, I'm going to say this and see what kind of fucked up reactions I get to and laugh about it. Yeah. And then I got one here. It's, just, it's, from the, it's a fake account. It's Michael Bay, the guy who directed Transformers and all those kind of the big action movies. Uh It says, listen, Palin, I don't care how many moose meat samples you send me, I'm not putting you in any of my
1: movies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then other ones are just like ones I've picked out, interesting just shit I've seen that were like, what the fuck? Like uh, Jason Bradbury said, about to have surgery on a lump. I'll be awake and try to tweet. (laughs) Like, what the fuck?
1: That's awesome.
0: Or this guy. I don't know. He's a white guy, but he looks like he's dressed like a rapper. I don't know if he actually is a raptor. His name's Clapture. It says, I need a Coke. Give me some drugs. Not, I'm a G. What's up? G Z no messages. You fell right. JZ. I'm MG. I'm MJ. <laughs> Whatever, nigga. What the fuck? I don't know. Guy that guy was That's fucked so up funny. on computer.
1: Oh, here's a... Paula Poundstone, who is not funny at all, but her tweets are the fucking worst. Now, tell me if you get this. This just came in. I'm just reading live Twitter right now. Sorry, no tweets today. We got a new cat tree, and it took a while to chop it down. What the fuck does that mean?
0: A cat tree is it, a cat tree is the thing you get at like a pet store. They're uh-huh. made of like wood and carpeted, covered holes in it, uh-huh. little circles and stuff. They're all covered in carpet. So like cats can climb up on it and scratch on it. Mm-hmm. That's what a cat tree is. So oh, her joke she's is sh- she had uh, to chop it down because it's a tree. Get it?
1: I got it. Okay. Very. Good. See, she is so. What? How do these people make a living? Seriously, she I doesn't. Mean,
0: I mean, she she hasn't been popular for fucking twenty years. It seems like.
1: Didn't she adopt kids though? I mean, she's got. Yeah, kids but then
0: like she them. had a. She had a. I mean, trust me. If poor people couldn't have kids, we'd have half as many kids in the world. But. But she also got charged with a whole bunch of counts of... And I think she put guilty to some, sh- like...
1: Molesting the girls,
0: right? Yeah, but she put guilty to, like, putting them in harmful situations and giving them alcohol and stuff like that. don't think she completed anything sexual. Oh. But some other funny ones I have here. Um, the Iranian government is murdering celebrities to bump Iran election off Twitter's trending topics. You're welcome, CIA. <laughs> Um, this guy's hilarious. Uh, seems that MJ Farrah tweet has offended some people. It wasn't clear. I stopped masturbating when I heard the news. <laughs> and then I, I don't know why I, I started this one. I guess I just thought it was funny. I get this warm and fuzzy feeling when I'm on Twitter. Is that weird? <laughs> and then these one people I follow, it's like a epping New Hampshire police department. It's just this small buttfuck town in New Hampshire.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Not like there's a huge center of industry in new hampshire but they're just like the small smallest town you could think of and that they tweet like they have twitter in all of their patrol cars so like they actually found a missing kid with twitter that's how i first heard about him that's when i started following them but they have the funniest fucking just like redneck country police officer like officers just responded to irving circle k on 125 for a report of a customer angered over having to show id when paying with a check (laughs) <laughs> or we just received a report that individuals in a white Ford Mustang were driving around the main street and were giving people the finger in quotes <laughs> or uh, at 1.50 a.m. officers responded to a resident on Mill Pond a resident believed someone had opened their slider door no evidence found <laughs> or we just responded to Walmart for a report of a possible drunk driver who had gone shopping we located her and she was found her to be sober
1: <laughs> that's awesome can you imagine being a police officer yeah. Anyways. Well, hey, um you've been listening to the Adam Carolla podcast? Yeah. What are your thoughts?
0: Well, I like Adam Carolla. I like this radio show when I lived in L.A. And then I moved out here and I didn't get to hear what actually happened to it. But I guess it got taken off the air.
1: Yeah. And
0: for some reason, he's doing like, I think it's daily. Like five times, five shows yeah. a day.
1: Mm-hmm. And, five uh, shows a week.
0: Yeah. And, uh. He's doing a podcast and the first thing that struck about me was just how the quality was real lo fi. It sounded like he was doing it on Skype, but I found out he actually has like he has mics, but they're the kind of like clip on your tie, so they pick up all the oh. ambient room noise. Yeah. That's and like good. honestly, our shows sound better than his and he's yeah, got well, a whole I was whole
1: gonna studio. say we have better mics than that. <laughs> yeah, and he's
0: got, you know, a whole studio that he made out and it, it turns out it's in a garage that mm-hmm. he converted into a studio. And the other thing I noticed about him is like he'll have like P lower A list celebrities, like I heard one with Michael Ian Black. Mm-hmm. He's a guy from Michael, Michael have issues, and he was on The State, which is like a comedy troupe that had a show on MTV. A lot of the people went on to make like Reno nine eleven. Mm-hmm. And he was in Wet Hot American Summer, that whole State group was. And uh so it's, you know a pretty big celebrity to have on there. And-
1: Wait, we have bigger celebs than that. Yeah,
0: I know, huh? Uh huh. But uh and he's got a guy whose only job is to book celebrities. But uh, anyway, and he's got, you know, he can say, I'm friends with Jimmy Kimmel. You do my show. I'll talk to Jimmy. Get you on that show, you know? Right. He has a quid pro quo he can actually lay out. But he has the guys on there. And he'll introduce them, say what they've done. He'll start the interview. And the guy will start with his first sentence. And he'll say, yeah, it reminds me when I grew up in L.A. And right away, Adam Carolla will just take over the entire rest of the show and just tell stories. of Like, oh, I used to live in L.A., I used to live in La Cienega. And he'll just, he's just a compulsive talker and it goes to like why is he even doing a podcast in the first place that's what I don't understand
1: well I'm, I'm first off I'm glad he's doing a podcast because seriously I think that podcasting is the next radio because it's free and you know you don't have the crazy commercials although you will in the future if it keeps it up but um but I think that more people are paying to attention attention to podcasting now than ever. You yeah,
0: know? I mean that's good. But I just don't understand why. He, what's in it for him? So I'm, like, I'm
1: sure he's got sponsors, right?
0: No, oh. no, no sponsors, nothing. And then they, like the only sponsor I heard is him, like plugging in another show he's going to start doing Saturday mornings about cars. Hmm. But no, no sponsors, no. Sp- I didn't see any banner ads on his site even. You know, I think he's just. But- I think he's trying to just keep up with his talking. So I think he really wants a new radio show.
1: Yeah, well podcasting is easy too. Yeah. I mean, it really is unless unless you go all like crazy with the sound effects and shit, you know, podcasting is really easy. Mm-hmm. You know, but um so maybe it's just like you're you're right to keep him up to date and up to speed. And, yeah, I
0: think and, that uh, he's just like it looks like it sounds like a you know, if you're going to be in a movie, you have like a reel that you do of like you I
1: don't know, but He's still
0: funny. Yeah, he's funny. I, I, I wouldn't have downloaded it if I didn't think he's funny. Yeah. But I just, uh, just some things I was wondering about, like why a why is he doing it? Uh-huh. B if he's going to do it, why doesn't he let the people that he's interviewing? Why doesn't he let them talk? Like he had that Michael Ian Black guy on, and he, I don't think he talked about one thing besides himself.
1: See that's that's the worst kind of interviewer. Mm-hmm. You, you have to like what what you, the trick to interviewing is. You ask a question and let the celebrity kind of dig a hole, or or let them get into go, go wherever the conversation goes, but not tuck over them and make it about you. And that's yeah. why, like, have you ever read that Warhol magazine interview magazine? No. It's it's the worst interviews in the world. It's because they have celebrities interviewing celebrities. Like they'll have Scarlett Johansson interview. Maya Angelo or somebody, you know, yeah. and then and like they'll ask a question like you know like like who is your influence and and Maya Angelo will answer it and then she'll say oh my god I love that person one time when I was blah 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 you know what I mean and yeah. then like become about and they're the, like the worst interviewers at all because they're so fucking full of themselves and narcissistic and they're so competing for the for the mic kind of thing you know yeah but that's that's not good then but um well keep on listening to. uh Various podcasts, and maybe we'll talk about another one next week or something I know. but um anyways well let's let's wrap it up. Vote for us on podcast alley if you go to podcast alley dot com do a search for z list with three z's z z z list or you can go to z z List dot com and read the blog leave us a voicemail at three one oh four three nine 9979 or you can find us on Twitter ZZZList or AutoTK oh. Got anything else? That's it. Alright, thanks for listening everyone.
0: Good
1: night. Bring the grand old face of the plateau Some belong to strangers Some of the folks you know Holy ghost and talk show house of land in the sand to beautify foothills and take them in a hand. Nothing on the top but a bucket and
0: a mop and an illustrated look about birds. You see a lot up there, but don't be scared. Who needs that when you got to to some on the
1: that we enjoy doing is presented here with I mean thusly